Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. No way. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You ain't full retard, man. I'm your huckleberry. How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Hit the lights. It's boner time. Napoleon's sister was a fucking freak. It says on your chart you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? You have smoked yourself retarded. I like turtles. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Why are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? And welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters. As always, my favorite night of the week. I'm joined by three great guests tonight. We have Sean from the Con Men Podcast. How's it going, brother? Going good. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, thanks for joining. We got Daryl, our brother from up north. Evening. How you doing, my man? Not keeping it real. Dude, how's it going up in Canada? Things seem to calm down a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely kind of you know back to some resemblance of normal, but uh, you know they made a lot of ground and uh, you know their objectives. That's for sure. Yep. Yeah, this is round one, right? Yeah. And from what I've seen, like I said, if they try it again, like, I don't know what kind of resistance they're going to get, but we'll find out. I'm sure it'll be the same with a, you know, like a 10%, maybe a 15% tick to it of the people that were in the middle that weren't sure, but you're not going to get that overwhelming that we think we're going to yeah, get. Yeah, I think so. I think if they tried it again, there's going to be a vast majority of people that won't step over that line again. Yep. And Rye, how's it going, man? Same old shit, dude. You know what's funny? I, I uh, forgot that Sean was going to pop on tonight and I hit him up like right before. I'm like, hey, dude, you want to pop on the show tonight? And he's like, yeah, I'll be there. And I was like, fuck, Matt did just tell me that Sean was coming on. But, dude, like, that's the CTE for you, man. You hit your head a bunch of times and shit just gets weird. Um, yeah. But, yeah, man, um, I don't know. I mean, it's just same old stuff here, dude. Just fucking hanging out and just walked in the door from work. I'm just fucking hanging out, ready to do another uh, Monday night chat. And don't tell everybody I got to go take a shit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dude, I had a, I had that this morning at like three thirty. I woke up, my stomach was rumbling, and it was like. <laughs> and the worst part was, is you know, I moved in this weekend, and it's just it's been like a week long process, and I don't know if there's any worse process than the moving process. It's just, it's hateful. There's nothing good about it. You you know you have to pack up everything, move it to another spot. I moved it to the other spot. Now I don't know where it is. Like, so now I got to relearn where everything is and all that shit. So, yeah, uh, I, I, I know. I know what that's like with, with the whole shitting schedule. Like it, something happened to me when I turned 34. <laughs> I can't 
I can't eat fucking cheese, any milk, but I still do because I love it. But also, I, I ate ice cream yesterday, and I've been shitting like crazy, like, ever yeah. since. What's that going was, on with that? That was the culprit, man. It was fucking sea salt caramel ice cream I had. I was watching House of Dragons last night, and I had a bowl of ice cream and didn't even think anything of it. And I got reminded at about 3.30 that, hey, you shouldn't have eaten that, buddy. <laughs> I, I know it's going to happen. I just, oh. I just like, well, it, it's worth it. I, I, I can't stop myself. I'm a real piece of shit. I know. Hey, we all have our flaws, man. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I, I just, I, I can't, I can't get over it. I'm like, there's, there's certain times where if you're not routine and it sneaks up on you, it's never good. It never ends well. No, <laughs> especially no. when you have kids. I don't know if you have, you guys have kids, but yeah. Oh, dude, it's, it's always the most inopportune time that they have to go to the bathroom. And it's oh, yeah. not like, you know, oh, I got five minutes. It's like, if you don't figure this out now, you're dealing with the repercussions of this too. So it's a lose-lose there. You know, if you don't figure it out, you're dealing with it. And if you figure it out, you're lucky and you just caught a break till the next time. I got, I got a three-year-old that like, he's potty trained. Well, he's, he's in the middle of potty training. And ever since we had a backyard, because we just moved into a house about like about four months ago. He thinks he could shit outside because he sees his dogs shitting outside. <laughs> <laughs> so like he like I'll go out there and I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm, I'm pooping. I was like, you don't poop outside. <laughs> like, like they're going to take our kids away. Like he, you ever hear about the, the finders cult, how they found those kids and they're they're a bunch of like feral kids. Yeah. They're like, yeah, they're just peeing and, and, and shitting in the in, in the fucking in in like the, the whatever oh. offices and. I was like, man, they're going to think I have feral kids. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Dude, I went through that stage I, I, when we were living in Connecticut. Twice, I came out the front door. And my front son is standing on the front steps, just peeing on the bushes. Pants are down at his ankles, just letting it fly in front of the whole neighborhood. And I'm like, dude, you <laughs> just had to open the door and go inside. He's like, no, nah, I had to go outside. It feels so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what's funny about having having boys. They don't give a they don't give a fuck. Like it's nope. <laughs> nope. And and it's crazy because the girls are pretty good until I think like five or six, and then they go haywire. I have all yeah. all nieces, thankfully, but you know, which is I get them and then I wind them up really good and then throw them back to their parents, and that's what yeah. good uncle and aunt should do yeah but uh these these the girls once they get to like five or six through elementary school they dominate the boys these boys stand no chance man yeah yeah boys are just they're just maniacs they just go in there and they just start destroying shit yes like it's it's hard to say you were like what what the fuck is going on here like how what what rational thought goes through the head They're, they're just like savages they go in and it's like pillar and plunder, you know, like whatever yeah. they can is in their way. <laughs> I'm just destroying it, man. They're worse than puppies sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they talk back. Nah, yeah. there you go. That's <laughs> true, too, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, I want to show you guys this because I found this absolutely hilarious because our wonderful... uh what are they? The I guess they're the Royals still. I still find them as like. Uh, oh, hold on, let me get out of this. Cancel. 
the Royals, they're like, I don't know, you know, everybody says they're like lizard people and shit. And I, I don't know. I don't know what to think about them. But Queen Elizabeth has always been one of those people that has creeped me out since I was like a little kid. Like, I could never figure her out. Like, she always gave me that weird feeling that like, something was off with her. And so I'm reading this article today and it says Queen Elizabeth has eaten the same thing every day since childhood, the private chef reveals. And much like the rest of you, the first thing I thought was like little children, but <laughs> yeah, <it> was. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's got to be something else to this. Now, what, what do you guys think she would has eaten every day since childhood? Oh, shit. I don't know. I, I, I say children. That, I'm sticking with children. <laughs> I don't I don't know. It can't be red meat. You can't eat red meat every day. I don't even know what the fuck they eat. What do they eat? Fish and chips over there? Does she eat fish and chips every day? Yeah, they're like. What do you got, Rye? Oh, no, I was just going to say, I feel like it would be uh, something sweet. Yes, she's like got it. biscuits of some kind. How old yep. is she? Ninety eight now or what the fuck? He claimed he claimed that the royal loves to munch on jam sandwiches during tea time. Is that code talk for something? Yeah, jamming children into there. <laughs> That's creepy. Like the, but here's FBI. here's here's the interesting part of it. I've never heard this. The queen was served jam pennies. Have you ever heard of jam pennies? No. So it's it's like a jam, you know, uh, like a little and, bun or something. No, they just cut it in a small circle. Who's penny? <laughs> well, let's scroll back up to her real quick. Let's see when she's young. Let's see which the, one. The, the down, down, down. Oh, this down, one. Yeah. Ooh, me... oh, man, that's weird looking. Is that now? Her? And and that's why I wanted to show you guys this because aside from just and she's infatuated with fresh strawberries, according you know mm. that's her, that's her thing. But uh, and, and she always has jam first on her scones. Like anybody really gives a shit whether it's jam or cream. There's so much of this shit is just like some made up story to like fill a narrative. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. But then I got to this. Where okay, this is interesting. She's eating like a pig in the desert with the with the uh, Moroccans. I want to see her drink water. Well, then <laughs> this this is the picture that got me. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah, zoom way in on her eyes. Like that's eyes. Doesn't look like it's like a weird little triangular thing to it. She's been dead for a long time. Oh yeah. Look at her teeth. She's not real. That's a mask. That's That's a a lizard. Look at those eyes. That is not human eyes. That's a fucking Uh, are you guys familiar with Jimmy Savile? Yes. So do you guys know that Jamie Savile was like the marriage counselor for Princess Diana and uh, what was it? Was it Prince William or who was who she married to? Charles. Charles, Prince Charles. He was the marriage counselor for those two. How fucking weird is that? What? How, That's yeah. Weird. Weird advice. yeah. Yeah. Look into it. It's fucking weird. He was really close with the royal family. And the more you look into it, you're like, oh, fuck. Like these people are sick. Huh? Yeah, that's fascinating. Dude. Yeah, to uh, to Daryl's point there, I bet you like that jam toast or whatever the fuck that was jam sandwiches. That's like how the FBI was saying like, yeah, cheese means little boy. 
fucking yeah, hot dog meat. You know, like all this shit. There's probably something involved with. Oh, that. there's definitely code in there. You it's know? like PizzaGate. I'm sure Pizza stones. Those... Yeah, there's this just pastry version, right? Yeah, Ours is, is like meat pizza. Yeah, they have like scones. Junk food and the Europeans. It's like some sort of fancy fucking little appetizer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the kids are there. There's like a on Instagram. It's gonna say like hashtag Jam Lover. Something like that. <laughs> Dude. What could jam stand for? J A M. Just, just add. Just yeah, I mean that's interesting to think about, man. Where do you want to go with that one? Yeah, you could take J A M in all sorts of directions. Yeah, it's probably something like you know inconspicuous too. They're not like actually related to each other. It's just like a cover term. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this: since uh, you know, we're kind of obviously going to be going all over the place here. Have you guys heard of this Larry McDonald? Uh, interview with the Pat Buchanan and um, Thomas Braden back in the 80s. You guys nope, familiar no. with that? No. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty wild. I'm actually going to talk about it on the debaters that I'll be releasing on Wednesday. Um, I was just wondering if I was like behind, like, you know, missing something on this. Um, I'll share this with you real quick. And the clip is too long to play. It's like 16 minutes long. But um it's it's kind of crazy the shit that this dude is talking about this uh larry mcdonald he's a democrat back in the early 80s they say around i think i have seen this dude it's fucking wild and they're sitting there and yeah, this, this guy you have yeah i've seen clips i think i've seen thing it's like a few you know whatever 30 second or one minute clips from the interview coming across my insta feed every once in a while but yeah he was like yeah. did he get waxed like a few like a few months after this happened yeah, he ended up dying, but he was going hard against like the CIA, um, the Council on Foreign Relations, and some of the transcript here is wild. Um, and this is basically just going over what they were talking about. But he represent Tom or uh, uh, McDonald represented the John Birch Society, which is kind of like what mm. Alex Jones is alleged to be part of too, right? Yep. Um, like it's kind of like an old guard conservative society, and um, they. I mean, I I don't want to side with any of these kinds of things but if you're going to side with like the lesser of two evils so to speak it seems like the john birch society isn't all that bad um Illuminati light i guess dude i mean that's the thing it's Mm -hmm. like what what are they really it's kind of tough to know exactly i'm going to look into them a little more but i mean he is straight up saying because this thomas uh guy this guy that's joined with pat buchanan sitting to uh like so so you know larry's in the middle tom's on one side pat's on the other side and this dude's like a confirmed CIA shill. And he a was, better photo of him? Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, I, yeah no shit, right? Mid-seizure? <laughs> yeah, mid-stroke, right? With monkeypox? Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, it's just wild that, like, the conversation's phenomenal. Like, I'll, I'll uh, share it with you guys um, in the chat or something here, like, on the private chat. Yeah. But it's, it's a 16-minute conversation of this dude just going in, and he's calling out the other two, and he's like, well, you've you've been a part of the Council on Foreign Relations for decades, so I'm sure that you want to lie about what's going on right now. And he's just sitting there, just right in their face, talking about this. Um, but these are some of the um, allegations that uh, that McDonald was bringing forward. You know, like, or no, I'm sorry, this is some of the stuff, the bills that McDonald was in charge of passing. You know, the repeal of the Gun Control Act of '68. Uh, trying to get the U.S. out of the United Nations, all kinds of good things like that. But, CIA, uh, the 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 CIA director was also William Casey, 
One of the most yeah, evil fucking oh, CIA directors ever. Alan Dulles yeah. and William Casey are the biggest pieces of shit CIA uh, directors. Oh, and um, of course, uh, George H. Uh, w. Bush. Yeah, but sure. he was only, I mean, he was only there for like, what? Like not even a year, but. Yeah, right around a year. The guy was, like these guys are monsters. William Dude. Casey, a bunch of a bunch of like pedophile rings were happening under him, and they were all uh, connected. You got like the Franklin scandal. You had Finders Cole, uh, like early Epstein stuff, like all that kind of stuff, all under William Casey. Yeah, he was trying to um, the the allegations of like the the writer of this article was claiming that Thomas Braden was part of this panel to see what Larry McDonald knew about William Casey. So, yeah. And then for the record, too, dude, like Alan Dulles is like an evil genius, yeah, more so yeah. than any of these other guys. Well, that, he had a partner working. in crime, right? With his brother. That was Alan that and was, uh, John Foster. Yeah. Yeah. They mm, had that yeah. one two combo where they could work together and they, you know, manage separate wings, but had the same agenda, obviously. I, I, you know what I really want them to do? It, it would never happen, but they need a church committee for the CIA today. I want to know what the fuck they would find because the original church committee found like MK Ultra. They found uh, what else did they? They found all types of shit. The heart yeah. attack gun, probably. Yeah, that too. The heart attack gun. Yep. They had the, it, it's the most comically hilarious gun, too, that they show. You're like, that's not a real gun. <laughs> it, it looks like something you'd see in a cartoon. But yeah, I mean, they didn't they uh, kill Andrew Breitbart with it? Like that's yeah. that's one of the theories <laughs> that they gave him, they shot him with the with, with the heart attack gun, and that's why because he he was actively going to war with uh, with these people. Like he was going to expose a lot of shit. He was he was like, there's that video where he's like, "This is war." Like, and that guy was fucking relentless. Like, with him. Yeah, let let they're like, we gotta take this dude out. He's too dangerous. Yeah, like Gary Webb, you know, committed committed suicide by shooting himself like two or three times in the head. Yeah, yeah, and it's always the same way. It's always like the like we have the joke on our show, like, oh, what are you gonna do? Commit suicide by shooting yourself in the back of your left ear? Like that's that's the Clinton way they used to do it. Like all those dead bodies that they like those people that committed suicide would always shoot themselves behind their left ear. It's kind of like a, a serial killer signature move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your call ma- calling card. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. Like, the wet, like the wet bandits in Home Alone. <laughs> Fucking We're one shot behind the ear. Yeah. Talking about like comical yeah. shit that the CIA would do. I mean, like this kind of stuff too, you know, like a dude, that kitty. cat lasted what, like a day, then it got hit by a car? Like an hour in the field. Yeah. Not even. Like, right. <laughs> it probably knew that something in its head and it like off itself. <laughs> yeah, so they ran an antenna down the cat's spine up into the tail. And so that was picking up like the tail was at the tip of the mic or the uh, microphone was at the tip of the tail. They released this thing in the traffic, like let it get out in the field. And then it just gets hit by a taxi right away in New York, like instantly. I'm not familiar with this. This is interesting. You haven't heard of Acoustic Kitty, dude? I think someone in the someone like I get all these texts on on Instagram <laughs> and someone's telling me about this. I was like, yeah, I'll look into it. I never did. Yeah, it was a secret 1960s CIA project that tried to turn cats into spies. They thought implanting microphones and transmitters into cats would create living, walking surveillance machines, but it didn't last long. The first test of an acoustic kitty ended with a cat getting hit by a cab, and then they finally concluded that training cats would be uh, not be practical 
for highly specialized <laughs> needs. That one out. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. So they, they started doing it to the birds. They started implanting they got, birds. Now they got like fruit flies that'll fucking fly in your house with HD 4K video. Mm-hmm. Same thing exactly. with mosquitoes. Mosquitoes were, were they've been doing that with shit with mosquitoes since like World War II. Like post World War II, like they when you yeah, and you got all those people, Sean, that say that birds are fake and they're just cameras now. They're just surveillance yeah. things. You ever seen That's a baby stuff. pigeon? There's yeah, <laughs> Good a ba- luck. no one's ever seen a baby pigeon. They don't exist. That's true. Oh, never seen one. They just like come up as full grown, I guess. Eh? Yeah, I never seen a cute pigeon. You ever seen a cute pigeon? I haven't. And my neighbor raised, my neighbor raised pigeons yeah. back when we were growing up. So yeah, I don't ever remember seeing a baby one. Yeah, Mike Tyson. The guy, <laughs> that guy was a CIA agent. You, everyone knows that, right? Yeah, his yeah. boxing shit was rigged as fuck. When fuck he yeah. got into pigeons, Animal you knew partners. something was fucked. <laughs> 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 Website. <laughs> they got him. The fucking CIA got Mike Tyson. I never thought about that until mid-sentence. Yep. But Mike Tyson still, the lisp memes are funny every time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, those never get old. Yeah. Yeah. What was the one that legit bat posted? It was like uh something with like a McDonald's sign. <laughs> I forget what it was. Do you remember? <sighs> no, it it was like a normal like special, but yeah, I was trying to find other animals that uh I know it was like the Russians were training like uh dolphins and belugas and stuff to go after ships so they could like basically approach the ship undetected and put things on it. Mm. Oh, speaking of Mike Tyson, you ever seen this cartoon with Norm McDonald? Norm McDonald was a fucking pigeon. What? Yeah. You guys ever seen it? No. Yeah, Mike sad. Tyson. It, it was on uh, Adult Swim back in the day. It was no, Mike Tyson. I never saw that. Yeah, Norm McDonald's fucking hilarious. You should watch it. It's so good. <laughs> Ryan, is that a rhino? Was Where? that an armed rhino that you passed down there? Yeah. yeah like- so this isn't the best list. Uh Where'd you see the rhino? Right there. Right, down, right, right there. there. A fanciful armored depiction. How are you getting armor on a fucking rhino? Dude, I don't know. This is like a, a, a list like throughout time. I like the bat bomb. That's genius. Mexicans, <laughs> I guess, would use bats to bomb shit. Yeah. Anti-tank dogs. Tank Wait. dogs were using. Oh, yeah. That was the one like they, they would train the dogs that there was food oh, and, tank, and the do- dogs would run up as fast as they could up and jump up on top of the tank and they just detonate the dog. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Shit. Was, like, bomber dogs that so are like oblivious to it. And like they, because like, the guys couldn't shoot fast enough, those things ran like you know, the German shepherds and they would run across the fields. And by the time the, uh, you know, the guys in the tanks realized what the hell was coming at them, it was too late. Oh, it was like Resident Evil. Damn. Yeah, I guess they they they'd run. They train them to run under the tanks or like up on top of the tanks, and they try to get inside. There's food in, and they starve the dogs. So then, as soon as they take them out, the dogs were you know, super hungry, and they'd, anything that they saw that was like machinery, they'd run after it. So that one scene on you guys ever watched Chernobyl? How like they had to go and kill all the dogs, and they're yeah. like they had to pretend like they're sad. They weren't sad. They were just oh, blowing yeah. them up. Like <laughs> they're when they're fighting. When they're in the Afghanistan war or uh, like in the eighties, <laughs> like that was video game shit to them. Yeah. Like how well, many dude, dogs can you kill? Sean, um, I heard Dan talking about a story a while ago where him and Jared Taylor had to go and just shoot a bunch of dogs in Afghanistan that were like contaminated or something. <laughs> it was of fucked course. up, dude. It's so yeah. sad. And the they were saying had... like it, it sucked, but like they had just had to do it. Yeah. The guy has some fucking wild stories. I can imagine, like, like just hearing like the shit that he's sharing, like to you know, 
hundreds of thousands of people. And then like what he actually can not really talk about is probably wild. His, his sense of humor is so dark, but it's oh, yeah. funny. Like he, he could set up a, uh, like a great premise. He, and he was like, what? Like he was talking about having like security in the, in the studio, but he's like, let's, let's just have a guy that's a rapist. And like they, everyone knows he's a rapist, but just have him walk around. And like, he would just be like, he, he had this whole premise like thought out and it was so funny. Like he kept going and it started getting darker and darker. And I, and like, by the end, I'm the only one laughing. And we're like, okay, <laughs> they're like, relax, Dan. But like, it, yeah. this is a, this is a guy that's killed a lot of people. So like, and he's not stateside. Like, yeah, he, he, yeah, they're. That's one thing that he wants to do is kill somebody in the country, right? Yeah, it, it would be kind of like uh what was that movie um with Eli Roth? The um Hostel? Yeah, remember Hostel? Those people were just paying for to murder people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's going like to do that. Goal. Yeah, he he wants to make enough money with his podcast so he he can go and 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 spend money to murder somebody for fun. <laughs> Take that blowtorch to a, to somebody until their eye fucking pops out. If it's a, if it's someone that's a piece of shit, if it's a random civilian, that's fucked up. But if it's a horrible, horrible human yeah, being, Dexter complex too, then it's like you know acceptable. But other than that, yeah, yeah that, that's what um that's what he so so Dan he he would say because whenever we'd be recording our show, he's like, "What are you guys talking about, like, oh, pedophiles?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a reverse pedophile. I I'll find a pedophile and I'll rape him to death." <laughs> well, okay i like that <laughs> yeah dude that dude's a fucking trip have you talked to him much since you no no they don't even talk to me anymore it's weird i didn't leave on bad terms but huh. whatever I, I think it's just awkward i don't think they wanted to get rid of me but like now it's weird huh. so like yeah like um i mean i still talk of course I talk to joel because he's on the show but like everyone else over there they're like all right well i i mean i i talked to Giorgio a little bit but not that much. But Dan, I, I sent him a text message to write me back. I was like, okay. Huh. But yeah. And then right. Coop's, Coop's still on your show, right? Yeah, Coop's still there. Uh, well, he's not there. He doesn't work there anymore also. But uh, it's on me. your show, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Coop, Coop comes on. Like we're, we're supposed to be recording in, in probably in a couple weeks, September. It's just getting everything all set up. And then we're, we're going to be recording out of Adam's, uh, his, his studio that he's building up which is it's going to be a lot more fun uh we'll, we'll do like a one camera show so it, it we got we got some we got some fun stuff uh planned out yeah dude i heard about um that thomas midgley and that was going to be my pick matt on uh the ufc ufc yeah, yeah. I, I we still got to get that going man i've just been so fucking like sidetracked um but yeah thomas midgley i learned about from my blast. And this guy's killed like more people than anyone in the entire yeah. history of the world, just because he invented some horrible shit. And yeah. like, it's just, it's given so many people cancer and it's lowered their rational thinking abilities and all kinds of shit. And so he's just killed like an untold amount of people. Is this the yeah. guy that created aspartame? No, no, it's a uh, free on and then leaded gasoline. dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He gets, he gets really deep. Like he can get, I mean, he gets really dark. So like whenever he wants to go dark, he's going to find some shit check. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't listen to, doesn't know who we're talking about. Iconoblast is a history podcast. Coop and Joel, they do a podcast with me and they, they have a history show and, 
and it, it's it's fucking great. You guys should check it out. That's Especially what Matt that does episode. Too. He, Matt does uh, history. Shit. Oh yeah, I, I love that shit, man. I could do it for days. It's one of those where it's so much more interesting than the day to day politics because I don't know. It gets too. You don't go anywhere with the with the politics, and and these days, if you try and stay on politics, you're it's changing day to day. There's no mm. consistency. Whereas when you get into history, you can get into a deep dive for a couple weeks, and man, you find out some crazy shit you never knew. Yeah, it's like conspiracy theories are history. It's like it's like the punk rock of history. So that's why Absolutely. I like it so much. So like it's it's like stuff that the the establishment doesn't want you to talk about. And then you talk about it and they, they, they mentioned you as kind of like an outsider. And it, it, it's like just learning about like the CIA and the illegal wars, uh, NATO, like all that shit. That's the stuff I like to talk about. Uh, or, I mean, most of our episodes are about pedophile cults. Like we've talked about like Franklin scandal. We talked about Epstein. We talked about uh, like Johnny gosh, like all, all that kind of stuff. And you can't, no, and th- this is like stuff that's happening happened historically, like George H. W. Bush, what like he was implicated for getting like, well, he was getting male pro- well, not really prostitutes because they're sixteen year old boys. They're just boys. Yeah, he was in he was into black he was into black kids. Like he was super into them. It was weird. And they, no, uh, George Bush. You George think that Bush. that sounds like a common theme? among these elite pedos you know yeah. remember that creepy quote that biden had about kids sitting on his lap and yeah. l- rubbing his leg hair and yeah and that was in front of a bunch of black people you know like i feel like these creepy old white dudes have this fascination with little black kids yeah 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 well think about how the kardashians are into like black dudes black grown men right they kind of like change that idea to where big dicks yeah <laughs> well, not really i mean have these girls been with italians have they been with italians have they been with like uh straight english dudes i mean like the irish they usually got tiny wieners right i mean you can go and look watch let's pull this up four dudes let's talk about big dicks <laughs> let's go searching dicks yeah watch. Pen- i'm gonna type in penis size by nation i'm pretty sure congo wins yeah germany it's got germany's be. got some hogs on them I wonder if it's like the closer you get to the to the equator, the bigger your hog. That's that's got there's got to be something there. Well, then again, like Hong Kong, it's kind of right along the equator. So, ah, yeah. So that I guess that's wrong. Can't imagine the Asians ranking high in this category. No, but but are all the Asians? Do they all have small wieners? That's what I want to know. Yeah, is there hierarchy? That's supposed to be fucking inches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Yeah, no, I don't think they're. In, yeah, it's like eighteen. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Ecuador. Okay, yeah, Ecuador's got the. Well, it's, yeah, that's right of the equator, I guess. It's yeah, that's literally on the equator. <laughs> Boom! Yeah. Nailed it. The, the Dutch comes, The Dutch came swinging some hammers. The Dutch. Yeah, the third Dutch? from the bottom. The Netherlands. Oh, the Netherlands. Okay, kinda. Yeah, I mean, these are the biggest and the smallest. Cambodians <laughs> and they're all uh, Asian. <laughs> they're oh all Asian. no, <laughs> all, they are really all. So your list here is Cambodia, <laughs> Cambodia, Burma, Taiwan. It is not a stereotype. The Philippines, Sri Lanka, Hong Kong. Notice they don't list China on here because it's probably a riddle political. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Hong Kong, Bang, Bangladesh, Thailand, Vietnam, and Malaysia. Those Cambodians um, coming out at a three 
0.95 inches. Hey, Canada, where's why I just seen Canada go on that list? Where'd that go? Oh, Canada? Yeah, we're higher up. I think we beat the U.S. I was going straight to uh, Mexico for Sean. 15.71. 15.71 for centimeters. Yeah, yeah the, Me- the Mexicans aren't packing either. Yeah, I mean, Mexicans are Can- usually there it is. short. Canada, right? you just passed. Yeah, we're the top 10. Nice. <laughs> hey, hey, sort it by body index, though. That's just by centimeters. That me- Who gives a shit about that metric system? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like that South Park thing where it's like the PMI or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. Oh, yeah. Cambodia is the smallest, dude. That is wild. 10 Damn. centimeters. Small hands. Poor Cambodians, man. Cambodian breast milk. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting, man. Huh? We didn't think that we'd go down this rabbit hole. Oh, Turkey. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, Iran. I'm I'm surprised by some of these because I thought that, like, uh, you know, Iran, Pakistan, I guess that's why they're so angry. <laughs> huh? But should we look up like biggest tits? Go for it. We might as well be equal opportunity. Yeah, let's not just be straight gay here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, biggest cup size by nation, right? Yeah. yeah. But I wonder like, if it changes, if America is going to have the biggest because we have the most plastic surgery. No, I bet you Africa is going to crush in this. You ever seen National Geographic? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, it's purple instead of uh, like red and pink. It was like, red yeah. before. <laughs> it's cute. Oh, wow. They just go like double A, triple A, 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 B, 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 C, You're right, C. John. Dude, United right. States. US, we're, we're still great. We're still US, great. Russia, and yeah. Australia. Dude, Fuck, that's yeah. what's up. Canada, you're, not, oh, you're, you're number seven. Yeah, sorry, Canada. Yeah, you're right. United States is number one. Hey, UK Fuck, is yeah. number two. Of course we are. Okay, now, are we going to make any predictions about the lowest? I'm going to say Asians again. Asians. A- Asians, 100%. Yes. Yeah. yeah always, put that. it on the board. The yeah, Bahamas, you, Gambia, you go to Thailand, Mongolia. You go to Thailand and you're like, are, are these girls or these lady boys? So you're going to have a, a little B cup. It's a lot of African. That's a lot of African nations. There is. Yeah, surprisingly. Don't say that one out loud. African and Middle East. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we bombed their tits off over there. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) That's wild, dude. China. Oh, there's China. There you go. Double A to A. Greenland. Would they measure? Oh, hey, the more you know. Greenland. So basically, if you want to go and you're into that stuff, uh, oh man, Russians, the Russians, where's the Ukrainians? Are the Ukrainians pretty high up here too? Is there some, uh, I would think the Czechs would be higher than the the Ukrainians. Yeah, Ukrainians are kind of like smaller women, so yeah, yeah, it's not even on the list. Maybe it's mm-hmm. categorized with Russia. I've met one Ukrainian woman and she didn't, she had kind of small tits, so okay, that's fair, yeah. <laughs> interesting hey you know the more you know i wish they had an ass chart i bet they don't though how do you measure that because you because you yeah, start measuring like that it could just be a fat up. person well they have implants yeah are you measuring it by that that's another thing is that just telling us who has the fattest women it has to be fat brazil is going to be number one here that's but that's a glute size so america also wins that who one. is number one survey says average hip size for women um no butt size you just passed it did i yeah well this was no measurement guides um 
table of contents. Yeah, there's, there's got to be like a formula for this one, too. <laughs> Did he shit oh, his pants? That it looks like that. It's either sweat. He's blasting for sure. Look at that. Oh, oh, come on, man. <laughs> it's hot Clean yourself to... up. You but, know, okay. he's going to get measured for his ass. The least you could do is wipe cleanly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're having that picture taken. Come on. <laughs> or you can yeah, just no say, shit. don't use that picture. He just did his hair up real nice, but shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> he got nervous. <laughs> he's, not used to being he's not used to being photoed. Yeah, they're not showing countries here. Yeah, yeah, America wins. Brazil. Now it's America because they're fat. They're going to measure how fat you are. America is sure. the fucking fattest country in the world. Oh, yeah, by far. Yeah, it's fat be because we have the same people running the FDA. I mean, the same people are running drugs or the same people that are running your food. Yep. So they're poison poisoning your food. We're the, it's the sickest, we're the sickest country in the fucking world since like the 1980s. Like you have a government that's fucking poisoning everybody. Like it, it, I don't know why this isn't talked about more. Everything like, is poisoned, right? Your water, yeah. your air, yeah. your soil, your food, everything is full of poison. Yeah. Well, can you guys, soap. can anyone name the family that uh, started all that? The, the 13 bloodline family, the, the one that was really key in all that. Anyone have a guess? Oh, the bloodline. I don't know yeah. about the bloodlines, but it wasn't Henry Pots, Kissinger, right? The Rockefellers, dude, because Rockefeller. they, made the, they they were really behind the FDA. They were behind the healthcare system. Oh, in the medicine system. Yeah. All yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So. Well, what's yeah. crazy about that is you have you have Rockefeller, right, who did medicine. He also did education. By and music. And, and, and music. And then you have, I'm just finding out, Andrew Carnegie did, we talked about this last week, that did the libraries. So now you're starting to see you have like a handful of people that set up these institutions. Yeah. And that's the direction that it's going around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like the lattice work they put together, the lattice work. And then like everyone else just starts winding themselves around and not really realizing what they're, uh, you know, they're wrapping up in. Mm -hmm. That's a great analogy right there. Cause yeah, that's, that's exactly what they're doing to us, you know, and, and you try and, get out of the system but even when you try they're still gonna pull you back in yeah so we, we have that, with that uh, the lattice work because when you try to remove it and like everyone's so bound to it and, like everything's so you know tightly wound and when you, you, it's so difficult to be able to like, get people like to unwind themselves from it and attach on to something new that's a better structure imagine the outrage if they banned soda in america mm. yeah yeah because people would say that they're taking our freedoms away yeah Right. But at the same time, it's poison. It's straight yeah. poison. You have people to realize what it is or they don't drink it. Like, you know, it doesn't matter what the supply is. If there is no demand, when you try to restrict the supply, you're going to create a demand. Or like cereals, you know, use any example that's just full of sugar. Like take one of those. And, and if they just banned it across the board, people would lose their minds. Yeah, they they, they approve aspartame. They said it was healthy. <laughs> That's <laughs> dude. That was one of the wildest things. I got into Jim Mars's uh, Rise of the Fourth Reich, and when he went through all the details on aspartame and how, you know, Rumsfeld was basically the one that said, you know, we're going to get this legalized. It doesn't matter. We'll do what we have to do to get it legalized. And sure as shit, he got the guy in there under Reagan to get it legalized, and they legalized it knowing that it was cancer causing it was sterilizing people it was doing all sorts of brutal shit what I mean, was, was their reasoning for wanting 
it legalized so badly if, if they knew this because there's got to be i know but like it was money it was profits straight profits was there something that they were telling the people though of why it should be legalized was it like to lose weight or was artificial there sweetener that... yeah artificial yeah, so you didn't have to use 10 cents a pound as opposed to like raw sugar that costs like you know a dollar 50 a pound or whatever their uh, whatever their formula is it was a fraction of the price just like it's a lot easier to come up with fentanyl than it is heroin yeah, yeah it, it it's they don't have to tell the people why they're just gonna they're putting it out they're like oh the fda says it's fine so everyone would be like hey well the fda says fine so it should be fine right and people used to trust these institutions back in the day now now i'm, I'm glad everyone has become is starting to buy into these theories that we that we talk about because we can't yeah. we can't fucking trust these people they're all monsters and i mean i mean you can you can go on a whole thing about anthony fauci how he was um he he became uh in charge of a lot of this stuff in like the 19 like 1984 and just like look at how how fat kids have gotten since 1984 to now like just watch any video like high school movies i know these these guys are a little older but if you were to look at a picture of people in high school there was there's like a you they had a fat friend and everyone was in shape but if you go to a high school right now everyone's fucking fat it's crazy and there's like now now there's like the skinny <laughs> friend. It's like complete opposite now. It's wild. Dude, the testosterone. Watching, yeah, I was watching Little League World Series with my son this weekend, and there was a twelve-year-old, five foot four, two hundred thirty pounds. Jesus mm. Christ! At twelve years old, two hundred and thirty pounds. I'm like, you, you better be smashing dingers. I was that's gonna all. say, a football team or what? Yeah, that, well, that's why I said my niece is like, how does he even play baseball? He should be playing football. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, he's not going to last long in baseball. I'm like, he's not going to last long in anything at that rate. Hold a second. A catcher. Yeah. yeah. He can't get <laughs> down and back up. I mean, those <laughs> knees are going to be gone. Yeah, yeah, he can't. He can't squat. He's just got to get on his knees to like yeah, he sit just there. lays there like a he beach sits on rail. a bucket. <laughs> Dude, I'd, I'd still home every time. <laughs> you're not they do. stopping me do anything anymore like they're basically kept like in a little box and like they're playing video games they're very like uh what do you call it? like immobilized yeah mm. yeah it, it's like uh what's that movie um about how it's it's that disney movie what the fuck uh with the robot wally, all the, wally? Yeah, wall, yeah it's wally wally is exactly yes. what's happening it's crazy and it's happened fast well, and and you'll learn this, Sean, because you have a three-year-old, but I my kid's nine now, so I, he's balls deep into video games. Mm-hmm. And we have to severely, you know, I have to severely limit the time I let him play because he gets into, like, almost these trances when he mm. plays. Yeah. They're designed that way, right? Yeah, and you, you cut him off, and it's like you've done the worst thing in the world to him. Like his mood goes from he's the happiest kid in the world. The video game goes off and all of a sudden it's like angry, you know, mad, frustrated. Yeah, that, that happened yesterday. I mean, uh, my kid doesn't play video games, but he he watches like some of these shows on YouTube and he gets addicted to it. That's the other like, thing. And like I took we were like, we're going to the park right now. We need to get the fuck out of the house. And he like lost his mind. And then we just took him to the park and like, he just snapped out of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, he just screamed the whole way there, but like this stuff, it's, it's poison. It really. is awful. YouTube's the worst for their brain because it just keeps feeding it to them nonstop and it'll give them whatever they want. And they TikTok. find and, and, oh, yeah, yeah. TikTok. Well, TikTok's the other one. That's for the older, um, like the, the younger kids. Yeah, I'm talking like the, yeah. the, 
the you know toddlers and things like that when they're really programming them these shows on youtube and shit because i found it with him when he was younger that we had to really he would get one show at a time you go watch 30 minutes and then you got to go play for an hour you know or two and then he can watch another show but if we let him sit there for an hour hour and a half when he gets off he's like a zombie it's like it's totally his his eyes are all weird his you know his brain's fucked up and it takes him like a couple minutes like you were saying sean to break out of it yeah yeah you got to take him out of the room i'm glad we're in a house now and not an apartment so like they can go out you just fucking put him out in the backyard open the door and kick him out yeah yeah go out there like go have fun and well and that's part of the problem though you kick them out there and they don't know what to do right mm -hmm. and my i mean my son yeah, now is str <laughs> struggling with that yeah i mean it's like my my niece was up this weekend helped me move in and i moved into a house and i'm like go outside and play guys and like what what should we go play like i don't know go figure it out like yeah. you don't have to be told everything doesn't have to be structured. You can go out there and find a couple six and have a sword fight for all I care, but yeah, go yeah, outside and do some creativity, right? Yeah. All the creative, all the creative stuff is done by someone else for them. So they lack the imagination to be able to go out and pick up that stick and imagine something else. And, you know, become a generation that didn't have the internet when we were kids. Like you can make up all sorts of ridiculous shit. Yeah. Well, it's like, I was talking with Ryan on, on, on his conspiracy break room. And I used to, one of the best things about my childhood was building forts. You know, oh, we'd yeah. go out in the woods, we'd collect all sorts of shit, or we'd go to, you know, junkyards and pick up old wood and we'd build ourselves a little fort and get to the man. dad's porn stash. That was a yep. huge thing. Yes. Now that's not even a thing anymore. Nope. Yeah, it's you got you, you, video in your fucking pocket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's also like virtual. It's like virtual reality say, now. It's whipped out the goggles and shit too. Yeah, yeah. I remember, and I think that a comedian has a stand-up joke about this. Sorry, my green screen's fucking up. I'm trying to make it so I don't have a seizure here. The uh <laughs> we used to print out like naked pictures of porn stars, like print them out on like a slow printer. Like while oh, Dan like, Soder oh, said that. Your parents ink? Was it Dan Soder? Yeah, Dan so Soder, gotta, yeah, I see that You gotta print the picture out while the parents are home. <laughs> it's a fucking gymnastic, like it should be some sort of Olympic event. When you're a kid trying to print this out and like you're making sure that no parents are walking in and then like you got to save it. You got to fold it in half in the right spots so no critical parts are getting fucked up. And then you put it in your pocket. You go home. You got to wait until everyone's asleep and you pound one out like a man. Even yeah. though you're a kid. Now yeah. everyone's just able to do it like on a whim and none, none of it's even important anymore. Yeah, yeah. None of them know the struggle of like trying to catch a tit on a scrambled spice channel. You know, yes, like, squiggle porn, <laughs> dude. I, I I remember when when I was like, I was probably like in eight eighth grade. One of my friends, he had all these. Um, it was weird. He had a bunch of like naked pictures of girls on like candles, and he was like, <laughs> "Dude, I'm trying to get rid of this." I was like, "I'll throw it away," and I kept it. And some of them broke, and I like fucking cut myself really bad. But it was like, but I was like, "It's worth it." <laughs> but like there that's is so funny but like there is no like connection to this stuff anymore like nothing means anything to these kids that's why they're so nihilistic like they're they're, so they're on to the next one and even yeah, you know i even noted again i'll use my son as an example like his tastes change with the wind you know one day he's all about this and then the next day he's all about that and then it, the next day he's all about something else and it's like holy shit they don't stick to anything anymore are they going to have, they're not going to remember any of this stuff. 
Like they won't remember any of it. Like, do you remember that game you played like a month ago? No, it's like, it doesn't matter to them. Like, like growing up, like right now you can remember something that happened in your childhood. That wasn't like really a big deal, but like you, you can kind of smell like food and your that food you remember you're like oh yeah, the memory bank's got like a more of a, a catalog yeah it's it's not gonna be like that for them anymore I, and like they it's you have to have connections like it, and it's easy to control people through stuff like this by them not having by them not being connected to anything except for the internet these videos that they have nothing to live for. It's stuck in the now. Yeah. It's isn't dark. it kind of ironic that they're almost slaves to it? And we being disconnected growing up, we're almost free. Like, and, and, and you don't even realize how enslaving that, you know, the little fucking black mirror is this thing. Like more of a tool than a crutch. Yeah. Like it get it sucks you in and it makes you start to think that this is reality in the box and that what's going on around you is just secondary. It's just supplemental. Yeah. And it real- was, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. And I'm just, I was just going to say as kids, you know, we were free. Like yeah. we went outside, mom couldn't get a hold of us and she didn't freak out. She was like, they'll come home eventually. And, and that, that, bell to bring me home. yeah, <laughs> that's the way it should be. Dude, it's it's like you're raising a bunch of smooth brain kids. Like they, I I was in Ireland a, a few years ago, right before the pandemic happened, and the taxi driver that picked us up, he didn't have a cell phone, like or he had a walkie-talkie, and I was <laughs> like, we need to get over here. He was, was like, it okay, it was weird. It, I was like, it was, it was kind of like blew my mind, and he just like knew how to get there, and like he he just he knew every like shortcuts there's no app telling them how to get there and then a, another thing that happened that was similar to that is uh we met up before because we had to fly to new york and uh my wife's family was in new york and we met up with a friend and she completely got off of her cell phone she had a flip phone and she was showing us pictures of her kid and it was in her wallet physical pictures oh, was wow, like that's, that's wow. fucking crazy and she was like and she was giving us directions the place we we're going to go to and she's like you got to drive down here take right right here and like just n- no no map like no google maps nothing like that she she just was like i i'm off of it i can't do it, it i knew what it was doing and i, I well, think and that's rem- remember sorry to cut you uh, to jump in sean but like remember like the idea of like that that you know picture in the wallet right i mean like remember going to like walgreens and getting your photos developed and shit like that mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's never happening anymore. And wondering I, if the people developing them were actually going to give you the pictures or not. Yeah, or you get someone else's pictures and shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, that was always weird. Yeah, yeah. it was like freaky. Yeah, dude, we got some so swinger funny. pictures once when we were kids from CVS on accident. No way. And it was Fuck like yeah. holy <laughs> shit. Some somebody in the town. Well, luckily we were at an age where we didn't know any different. But man, we passed those around the the well again around the uh, fort. The fort, yeah, yeah it just they went around the circle, man. <laughs> That's so funny. Before we got too far off that idea of like the uh, the medicine and the and all that, you know, poison food and stuff. Do you remember that water website, Matt? I think that I've asked you several times about this, and and I know that you pulled it up last time, where it shows the different poisons in your water. I was going to test out Sean's zip code. If we, uh... yeah, let me see if I can find that. I think it's ECG or EWG or something like that. I think it's ECG. Yeah. And it's, I don't know if it does Canada. 
I think it's just the no, United it does States. not do Canada because we had Davy on. Okay, they're doing it, dude. If you if you are down, like either give your zip code or a zip code that's like real close to you, and um, like I mine mine's eight five seven four three, and it showed all of the poisons in my water. And just because the FDA says that it's okay doesn't mean that it's actually like safe to consume. And this is the shit that's in your water. It'll get down to your actual uh, water provider. And mm-hmm. like, it'll tell you like how much shit is in your water. That's like cancer causing and shit. Yeah, I, I think I, I can, water I, down I, there, eh? I can actually get Oh, go ahead. Oh, so you guys have a private water system down there? Like everything's provided by a private company, eh? Usually, Not- yeah. There's some states that like state owned and county owned shit, but like mine's a, a co-op. Mine's a private water like, company. They're all owned by like, basically they're all public services and like they're, they need, like we don't even pay for water. That's nice. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, you guys are a little more socialist, right? Yeah, well, I think we got, we got like, was it 80% of the world's uh, fresh water supply or something insane like that? Yeah. Uh, well, no, because Lake Baikal, I think, has... It's the largest freshwater lake, but, like, for like as the world supply of freshwater, Canada holds, like, a massive swath of it. I'm pretty sure it's, like, over half. So I don't know what really? the percentage is, but... So there's just no reason for them to charge you guys because like that would be like one thing, right? There's such a small amount of people, but even the reservoirs, like in the Vancouver area here, we have a ton of reservoirs up in the mountains and like said, we still get water restrictions once in a while. So they don't want people out there like, you know, putting the sprinkler on their front yard all day because if everyone did it, it would like, you know, drain the thing pretty good. Yeah. Don't tell Hershey about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) dude. Nestle plant up here that like gets, you know, hundreds of millions of gallons for like, you know, a dollar kind of thing just for uh, putting their plant in the, uh, in the Valley. Yeah, yeah, they're they're using child labor too. I think it's Hershey, right, or is it Nestle? Nestle. I was I was wrong. Yeah, I was just thinking of chocolate. I was like, why do they need that much water? <laughs> yeah, dude. No, it's it's wild just to think. And then, you know, um, I was actually thinking that I, I wonder if in the future if they're going to start charging us for air, like to breathe clean oxygen. You know, there already are. Someone was saying that was that Alex Jones. I was just saying that. Where did I see that? Something like. Fuck. It's completely lo- left. You're going to poison the air and sell you the special mask. You need to filter it out. I think Alex Jones was you talking think- about that. I, I, dude, I was talking about that with a buddy of mine like three years ago, just kind of like casually, just like, dude, like, how, how are they like, people? Because like Voss Water sells, okay, it's EWG. I got to remember that because I ask, I ask about this so often and it's just such a good source. Um, yeah, Sean, if you're down, dude, like yeah, yeah. Seven eight six four zero. Seven eight six four. Yeah, so yeah, this is fucking crazy. So is that who you pay your utilities to? Go forth. Go forth. I don't think so. I, I think we, we pay ours to yeah, I'm in City. I mean Kyle. I actually don't know. Because <laughs> uh that comes okay. out automatically. Well we'll check City of Kyle. So now you go in and what it tells you now, this is above the health limit, right? It exceeds the guidelines by that much. So you have 14 contaminants in the water that exceed the guidelines. You have 28 in total. Okay. So then down here, they're going to tell you what and by how many, Oh, look at that. You're getting chloroformed. Chloroform. They got broform too. Dude. What's that Daryl? I don't know. Dudes. Yeah, like the male <laughs> version. You get yeah, ass raped. It's not more gay. More. Oh, I was gonna say it's not gay. I guess it is. <laughs> five point five parts per billion. They're all cancer. Look at that. 
promo ah. effects, cancer, 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 cancer. That first cancer. one doesn't list a potential effect. No, neither does the one below it. They're like, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's real bad. I can't tell uh, you. Let's go on to the next group. What do we have here? We have 303 times 392. Christ. Nitrates four times. That's all. You know, radium Damn. 25 times. <laughs> you should see our water. It's like really hard, too. So, yeah. so is mine, dude. It's super and, fucking hard. Like it, mine uh, broke my water heater twice because it's so hard. It broke the element in the in the radiator, and right. it'll just uh, rot it out in the water heater. What's that, Matt? It'll just rot it out. Yeah. So what it is, it it gets these huge like alkaline deposits inside the the water tank, and then once one of those things touches the element. Since it's so hot, this solid rock is basically touching the element and the <laughs> element just breaks. Yeah. And it's done that multiple times and I had to replace it. I haven't replaced it in the summer because like the water here is still pretty hot. But dude, like once I moved in here and I told you about this map, but like my dog started getting a huge tumor on his shoulder and it yep. got massive before I found someone that could reasonably cut it off without charging me multiple. Like they were trying to cut off his leg, first of all. He's an older dog. I was like, no, fuck that. We're not going to cut this dude's leg off. He'll have to live with it, whatever. And um, then I ended up, my dad found like an old school vet that just like, he's like, hey, just give me $1,200 cash. I'll cut this thing off. And so like he did it. And and like the dog finally got his fucking tumor cutting off. But it's wild. And I think that honestly, that that this water here is what gave him the tumor. And so now we all drink bottled water as much as we can. Even the dogs, dude. Like I go and buy like the cheap water from Walmart, which I'm sure is no fucking holy water but you know like it's getting a filtering system or something uh, yeah i was gonna say that 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 plastic might be worse i mean dude i don't think any you thought yours was bad mine was fucked up like there was one that was like two thousand times or some shit yeah it was you want to look it up right dude it, i think yeah it was bad it was it was horrible horrible water it was the worst out of anyone that we'd uh that we tested and you, um you should really look into filtering your own water, like one of those triple ones. Uh, I think Charlie Robinson on Macroaggressions had a guy yeah, that was yeah. talking about it, and he was he was he was talking. I I think you might be able to get it from Patriot Supply. It's really it, I looked it up. I, was like, I, hate I, those I guys. I know, I know. I, and I ever <laughs> since you said that, I see I can't unhear it now. I was like, oh, these guys are just profiting off of like off of fear. Yeah, it is porn. That's all they. They got I'm me in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, dude, me too. I mean, I'm working on like trying to distill water and then like you can buy the um, micronutrients to pour in there. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to distill it. It's pretty cheap and you can do it even if like the power goes out and stuff. Uh, did you have it up, Matt? My uh, zip code is 85743. I just walk out the back door and I go drink from the creeks. Go glacial runoff. That's Fuck the way man. to go, dude. I feel like in, in Canada, if, if you're like in the real rural areas, you can live off the grid. And like oh, you, yeah. you, you can make it in the, like, you, well, you got to know what you're doing, but it's pretty easy to make it in the back roads here. Like, <laughs> so condensed. 90% right. of the country is barren wasteland. Yeah. But Trudeau is going to send in his uh, secret police in there. And they're, they're yeah, yeah, drones patrolling the back country, keeping people out. Yep. Yep. It, it, it's almost impossible. I mean, you could, do in, you could do it in the United States. That's roads and stuff. They say it's for, like, you know, of course, for safety. You know, there's people dumping bodies and shooting guns, but, like, it was a super rare case. <laughs> it shut down all the, all the back roads out into, like, the, you know, into the mountains. Really? Everyone goes for recreational. Like, yeah, there's, like, tons of the hot spots are, like, either they get shut down or they, uh, 
they're now all like severely patrolled. So you can't even like get access to them. Like in the summertime, there's always like park rangers or like uh, conservation officers or RCMP waiting at the gates, catalog one that goes in and out. I can't believe what's happening in Canada. I, I can't believe how fucking crazy. Is it as bad as they're saying? Like with like with the, the whole uh, protests where they're just shutting down the uh, all those truck drivers? How, how yeah, legit they, was that? Well, they pulled the Emergencies Act too, which is like basically it's only ever been used in like war times. Yeah. They, they, and they, they basically, the, the party just jammed it through. They didn't actually have a vote on it or anything. They just like declared it. And then uh, they sent in the, whatever, the, the SWAT teams or the special force teams, whatever the hell they are, like the RCMP, like, when they did it, there was I've seen video of it, and none of them had markings. So like it wouldn't, they were wearing masks and like they wouldn't say like there was no badge numbers, there was no uh, like organization of like what if they were RCMP, if they were military or who they were. It was just, like almost like mercenaries. Oh fuck! It, it was like the ones they saw uh, after like nine eleven. They had those like secret police there or Black like water. No markings. Black, yeah, Blackwater. Well, yeah, they, they, they were saying they were saying department and stuff. Yeah, they were saying at the trucker march, some of them are UN troops because some of the guys didn't speak English. Like these people were talking to them, looking into their eyes, and they could tell that they didn't understand a word of what they were saying to them. Fuck. Yeah. I, 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 the I, city uh, of like Ottawa, there where the capital is like the police chief is a fucking total bootlicker. And, uh, but apparently, I guess even like tons of the, the, the they wouldn't do anything. Like the cops, are like, yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not dealing with this. And they basically stood down. So, like, whoever they sent in, like they, they said there was no no markings for those RCMP or city police or like provincial police. There was no indication of who they were with. Whoa. They were, they were wearing like lime green military, like full you know, SWAT gear. Fuck, man. I, I, I got to look into that. I might, I might do an episode sure. on that. Look at my arsenic consumption right there. Oh, Whoa. oh my God. <laughs> oh. Fucking crazy. You can yeah. probably set up a metal detector after you have a glass. How yeah. They, wait, how they get that much arsenic? Is this legit? Yes, dude. This is my water. This like so like when we when we when, you know Matt found this a while ago, and he he had fucking he's like oh man I got one contaminant in my water this is bad <laughs> and then we fucking pull up mine and it's like fucking radioactive water that I'm that I've been drinking for years. What in <laughs> the fuck? I used to live out. You live out in there in Arizona, right? In Tucson, yeah, it's like west okay. side of Tucson. Okay, I lived in Scottsdale, so like that's like an hour and a half. Oh, dude, hour? that's the richest part of fucking Arizona. They're fine. <laughs> yeah, they're taking care of them out there. <laughs> yeah, I was poor as fuck. I was like in culinary school over there. <laughs> oh, uh, the CIA or whatever? No, no, no. Culinary Institute of America, Arizona Culinary Institute. I think oh, okay. the other one, they the the Cordon Bleu over there shut yeah, down yeah, yeah. because they got. They sued the fuck out of them. They it just they're they're just selling snake oil is what it they was. They were running a human trafficking ring out of there or something. There mm-hmm. there's a conspiracy theory about uh the Culinary Institute of America, the, the one CIA? in New York. Yeah, where <laughs> there a lot of satanic uh, symbolism in it. Some guy was telling me and I was just like it, I was like, This is interesting, but uh <laughs> <laughs> you, you got to give me more than just these symbols but i mean it could be i haven't i gotta look into it but i thought that was it, it was interesting but i never looked into it one of those things if you look in the symbols not realizing what he's doing yeah yeah dude i mean if you look in the symbols uh, like uh, in different you know professional like whether it's schools or whether it's corporations or whatever there's a lot in yeah. like i mean the chipotle chili pepper there's a pedophile symbol right in that right mm-hmm. 
There's, I mean, there's so many. What's dude. in Taco Bell? There's something in Taco Bell if you turn it upside down. There's the eye in the pyramid, and yes. then there's there's three. So yeah, there's also the the eye uh, looks like a six. I'll actually pull this up right now. And you I'm would you would know when, you would know a lot about this, but because uh, I know you guys, I talked to you about the cult of Saturn, and then when you yeah. look in the cult of Saturn, there's so many things. You're like, whoa, look out! There's a lot yeah. of hexagons everywhere, and there's cubes. A lot of- there's Some a lot black of cubes. cubes. It's amazing how all the gaming consoles are black cubes. You know, like right. wow, just a coincidence. Your head when you graduate school. Yeah, and it and it kind of brings everything together. We were just talking about how these gaming systems like really wipe your brain, and then is and then it's a it's a cube. Like okay, there's too much to this. <laughs> like it like I when I first wrote the episode, I was just like, oh yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird. I don't know. But the more you look into, you're like, oh, this, there's a lot of shit in this that could be legit. Dude, I had nightmares when I was researching the cube, the the cult of Saturn and the Saturnalia and all that stuff. But with the Taco Bell, so you see the eye, it's pretty clear, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of in a triangle. Like but that, then all it's kind of like a fucking planet funnel, right, dude? I mean, it's it's insane. Dude, it's, and then it's the bottom also... of Saturn. It's the southern, um, the the southern polar of of Saturn. Do you know how that it's all seeing the eye? hexagonal cube? Yeah, well, that and then you also like... have the six. You see the six? Oh shit! Yeah, there's and, three. And guess what's crazy about there's that? There's three sixes. If you go to any Taco Bell, they have that on three sides of the building, not yep. four, just three. So there's three sixes on every Taco Bell that you ever go to, dude. Dude, it's like CERN. It's like their logo. Yeah, watch. I'll look up big company logos and just get like a big collage of them. And you can see like the rising sun symbolism. Oh, the color schemes are all the same. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, they they have the same graphic design. Nike Saturn. Oh, yeah. Nike Saturn, <laughs> MasterCard's rising sun. I see Unilever um, with a few weird symbols in there right now. Which one? Unilever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was actually a better one than the last one. Starbucks What's- is fucked. Isn't that uh, a Venus? It could you be turn- Venus. Yeah, but you turn it upside down and it's Baphomet. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Eh? Oh, in the over underhand? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, that might be. The, yeah, the Baphomet. That's interesting. Huh. And then Amazon, the, the logo with uh, like how it goes Amazon, like A, the arrow goes from A to Z. A Mason. Yeah. It's uh well that alpha omega it's like god right like alpha is the is the letter a omega is the letter z and god says he's the alpha and the omega and this is like amazon saying that they're the alpha and the omega they're everything all that shit um <laughs> pepsi is a nice little saturn logo nike's a saturn logo the coca-cola one's funny where like if you just like barely change it and flip it around it has, says like there's no allah like there's no God it's fucking, <laughs> in, in uh, Arabic letters, dude. It's fucking crazy. Well, it's like Disney supposedly has the six, six, six in it. Yeah. I've seen that one. It's like an inverted kind of. CERN is my, my favorite one. Oh, it, the it, sixes. It, it just has three sixes or the Google. Yeah. That Google, the Google Chrome or whatever it is. Well, if you look at all those, there's some other ones in there, too. There's the the symbol for uh, Satan in one of those, because you know how they have Chrome, they have Drive, they have all those other things. Oh, yeah. Um, there's Google Play or whatever. It's like the play symbol sim- similar to the uh, like the satanic initials, whatever the hell they are. Yep. Yeah, I'm trying and then to you, find. And what was it there? Something was 
Adreno and then Chrome is their yeah their their processor is Adreno and their yeah. uh, browser is Chrome. <laughs> yeah, so the M is like the Mason, even though it's male. It's and then Mason. this was what you were talking about the yeah, Play yeah, that's Store. The one. That's a satanic symbol. Yep, that's um, the if sigil. You flip it. Yeah, if you flip it ninety degrees, I'll see if I can find that. But yeah, dude, it's wild, man. There's just, they they think this shit out. Yeah, it's basically just missing like a little hook on it or whatever. It's kind of like they've kind of simplified it though. They got they got a great marketing team. Yeah, see there, the first fucking one. You yep. see that? Okay, yeah. so look at this. And then it also has the Freemason logo in it. Interesting. Yeah, right the there in the middle. That, uh... Right. So look at that and see how it's pointing down. Oh wow. Look at, look at the Google Play Store. It's just that turned to the fucking right. Play Store turned on its side it's the masonic thing you're saying too it's like the the compass yep yeah it's it's i mean it's on point just remove that fucking thing it's that exact thing it's crazy oh man isn't that nuts dude it's fucking it's fun i love i love this stuff it's so much yeah. fun it's one of those things that's so simple like it could be easy like you know some somebody just doodling around could have come up with it but when you're talking on that level like they don't uh they don't miss no those are the billionaires. They don't fuck around. Yeah. They got to that 33rd level. No one can fucking, no one can fuck with those people. You get to that level. There's so much more movies now too. And you're like watching Hollywood shit. Like you're more paying more attention to the background or like the stuff on the billboards and the bookshelves behind them. Cause they always hide stuff in it. Yeah. yeah. And then watch Westworld, man. Season three of Westworld. And like, you look at the background of all the shit that they have like hidden. Like this is, they would have filmed it back in 2019. And everyone was running around wearing the masks and they had like the BLM fists. And like, there's like, you can see like the Illuminati pyramids, like kind of like your symbol there, Ryan. Oh, and so, like, spray painted on the walls behind them. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just getting Dude, you yeah. ready. They're just lubing you up. Yeah. When I, when I, I, that, I, was, I, kinda, I watched it again a while back and I was thinking like, what the fuck? Like, there's good to have these riot scenes and like everyone's going crazy and everyone was like running around like little black masks over their face. Yeah. Well, so let me. Let me ask you guys this real quick, like all three of you, because like I've, you know, lately I've been really focused more on like other fun shit. Like I haven't been so focused on the conspiracy stuff as much as normal. Like I'm getting back into it. And like, I just wanted to kind of take like a short break. I still have episodes. Yeah, coming you, get out, but... bit, you get you like wound up in it. It dude, it is wild after just like two weeks of not really like looking into the news that much. Honestly, the world seems a lot more calm. Is it just me? Because I haven't been paying attention to it, is it still fucking crazy? No, it's I think you. People have developed like a uh, what do you call it, like an endurance, so that you've yeah. seen so much of it lately, it just like doesn't really have the same effect as it used to. Bro, you and I've been. What go is going on with Anne Hesh? What the fuck oh, was that? What in the that. hell? Did you see the video, the the like, ring video? Where you, could, you could, dude, you can hear the brakes as a car is going by. Like she's, it, it sounds like she's slamming on the brakes as it's going by and there's no brakes. You know, you can hear that. Like really? you can hear that as it's driving yeah, by. Like she's like laying on the things and they're just like smoking off as the car just keeps driving. Yeah, that that's a fun theory. But the only thing is I, I can't get past that. They're like, oh, she's making a, a child trafficking movie for Lifetime. I'm like, no, no one that's watching Lifetime is trying to solve any problems. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, Lifetime, really? It's not even that big of a deal. Well, you say you get all the bleeding heart mothers on the case, and then suddenly it starts making the rounds, and it becomes a big deal. But I think a lot of like 
they love the trauma, but there's like some things that they just won't touch because they don't want to, you know, admit that to themselves. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's a bunch of women that their house smells like cigarettes. You're like, <laughs> I don't know if I could trust them. And also I don't want you in my house. <laughs> well, and then what about this UFC fighter too? Cause that's, what's been distracting me so much lately. Um, that's going out there talking about the pedophiles, but he's wearing like dominatrix shit on his neck. And like, he's dressed in like S and M gear. See that that's why I'm saying you have missed a lot. It, things are still crazy for him to say like, uh, Jimmy Kimmel is a pedophile. I mean, he did go to the islands and he's on multi, he's on the list multiple times. But and, is it not suspicious of how he was dressed while he was saying that? I mean, he's wearing dominatrix shit. He wanted it, to go viral. It, so I, well, I, so this is the thing, too. On Larry Johnson's Instagram page, I commented that. And a few people liked it. And some people commented back. And Larry Johnson deleted my fucking post. Like my really? comment. Yeah. He deleted because I was like, isn't this dude wearing S&M gear while he's saying this? Yeah. And then he deleted like my fucking collar on his shit, didn't he? Yeah, he, he had like a collar and like leather uh, suspenders. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be taken serious, I don't think you should be dressing up in an SNF, SNM. You shouldn't be wearing <laughs> get masks. Like you shouldn't be doing all that. <laughs> like you win a fight, just be just be like, hey, I, there's another thing I want to talk about. Don't fucking throw on spikes and all this weird shit because I'm like, oh, it's just another crazy person. That's what's wrong with this community sometimes is like the the little the the crazy it, it's. It's kind of it's it feels like it's like controlled opposition. You're like, oh look, that guy's a fucking crazy person. Yeah. You need people that are that that can be taken serious. Even though my show, we 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 talk. I mean, it's it's a comedy show mostly, and we fuck around and shit. But like, you got to be able to have these conversations without looking like a fucking psychopath. Yeah, I think a lot of it is too is be able like you know, not to confuse the message with the messenger because a lot of times that you know they'll whatever the person says they'll want to discount it or like ignore it because they're wearing a certain thing or they they associate with a certain person they're not actually taking that bit of information to heart they're just kind of throwing it out because you know, of some other technicality. One hundred percent. That's you. You nailed it. That that's just what it is. It's, but don't you think it like Sean said too? It could be straight up like this guy it, like he was kind of meant to go out there. And dress crazy because he, you know, he's fighting with no shirt on, and then he goes out of his way to put on dominatrix S and M gear, and then talk about pedophiles and Epstein Island. That sounds crazy, and it looks bad. It, he could have just done it with no shirt on, or he yeah. could have put his sponsored his sponsor's shirt on and said, "Hey." It was definitely premeditated. Yeah, it, it's a bad look, really, because you had the same thing. I mean, uh, Israel Adesanya called out. Yeah, pedophiles. You know, he called out the whole Ghislaine Maxwell scenario and the list and everything in her client list and everything, and never heard anything about it on the news. You saw it make rounds on, you know, in our circle of social media, but that was it. They killed that clip real quick. Yeah, that whole trial was like farce, in my opinion. It was like just like almost like theater. They're just releasing little bits of uh, information to kind of tie people over, and then it's just gonna get swept under the rug. Yeah, the, the whole Epstein thing is they, they put out like Hulu, Netflix, they put these real vanilla documentaries out. They and they they try to they try to pin it on one person. They're yeah, it's like, like oh off thing, right? Where they just like yeah, give give you the, the just kind of the tip of the iceberg and they pin it on the person. That's like almost yeah, a character that, that doesn't even exist. That's exactly true. And like what what I did four parts on Epstein, and what I got out of it is Jeffrey Epstein was like a middle management guy. Like he wasn't, he was a big deal, but not really. Like there's like El Chapo. 
You know, they made yeah, such a big deal about El Chapo, but he's just he's just a middleman. He's expendable. At any time they can take him away and put someone else in his place. Yeah. Um the the guy that found him was um what's his name? He worked under the the Donald Trump. He was uh William Barr's dad, Donald Barr, was the guy that found Jeffrey Epstein while he was Jeffrey Epstein, and this is hilarious because he, he was a teacher. He was a math teacher at an, an all-girls school in Manhattan, and he got the job even though he was a college dropout, and it was a very prestigious school, and they put him in the school, and he eventually got fired, and and Donald Barr was in the OSS, which is the precursor to the CIA. I know you guys know that, but um, and he kind of like groomed him because he knew. I think they knew he was just the guy was a monster. They're like, we need this guy. Let's just have him on the team. Wasn't it Dartmouth, Sean? Was that the school? Uh, Dalton. Dalton. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Set up. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That is wild. And because, yeah, th- this guy kind of popped up out of nowhere. I like what Tim Dillon said about Epstein. He was like, uh, we're going to find out like 20 years from now that Jeffrey Epstein was like a retarded groundskeeper. And he was just like <laughs> kind of in charge of keeping the island clean. And he was disabled. <laughs> and then everyone just pinned all this shit on him. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good take. I didn't hear him say that. That's funny. <laughs> you, you never heard the guy really talk or anything. It was like this guy, almost like a, just a, like a picture of a person that just keeps floating around. Yeah. Like watch yeah. the, the sweetest, like most innocent guy that they just took advantage of. And now everyone's like, this fucking guy's a pedophile. Yeah. I doubt it. But I mean, They're, just imagine that in like idiocracy, you know? Yeah, they they just like hey, they've done in in the past. <laughs> they're like Jeff, go sit in that chair behind uh, Bill Clinton, and they just take pictures. He just like walks up behind people and they take pictures. Yeah, yeah, photo bomber. Yeah, like hey, buddy, and they're like, oh, yeah, hey. he bought he bought that picture of Clinton because he thought it was pretty. Yeah, yeah. I like the yes. shoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, what do you guys know about the Red Shoe Society? Uh, it's about as fucked as the Black Eye Club. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of like a that's a rabbit hole I want to go down next because I remember of it was like a that was like five years ago I worked in this bar and the and the door guy would always tell me about Pizzagate and the Red Shoe Society. Is, is it the Red Shoe Society? Am I getting that right? Because I don't know I don't know a lot, enough about it. He's like, dude, just look it up. Red Shoes and like he's you just go down this big rabbit hole in into Pizzagate, John Podesta, uh, Bill Clinton, and all that kind of stuff. It's it's fun. <laughs> I think it takes you even to Seth Green. Yeah, yeah, that too. Oh yeah, it was an Epstein Island, dude. I've always been real suspicious of those ladies that show up in restaurants and mobs wearing purple clothes and red hats. Oh, yeah, I hate right? them. I hate those hats. I, I don't, don't like you think that hats. there's something weird about them? Like it's just it's strange. These societies even if they seem like pretty passive are just very suspicious. Yeah. It's strange. Yeah. It, anything. It, it, if someone told me they're in a secret society, I'm, I'm assuming you're a pedophile. Is it a fight club? Really? Yeah. You, you don't talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it's, it's wild to think what, so like I was learning a little bit about like the, the brotherhood of the snake with uh, Joel Thomas. And um, it, it's just, it's a very interesting thing, but they were they think that their um blood is that that of the gods right like they think that they're descendants of cain and um so you know cain obviously being like this dude like the first murderer in in the bible all that shit um <laughs> that stuff's kind of weird right i mean i think that, that that the idea maybe this is why they're so uh they think that they're so much better than all of us is because they actually do think that they have some god blood in them 
and we're all just a bunch of like animals. Yeah, well, yeah that, that, that's why they that's why they molest kids and that's why they murder them, because it gives them that is the worst thing you can do. And when you do it, it gives you a godlike feeling. And they've they've described Power. that before. Yeah. Yeah. You 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 can if you Make put, energy like fuel up of some sort. Yeah, because it's it's unworldly to do something like that. You're 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 molesting a kid. And that's like it. It shouldn't be natural to these people, but they do it, and it gives them some kind of power. Hmm. And if you read the, um, I think in the Franklin scandal, they talked about in the book by Nick Bryant, and they were, I, I, I believe it was the guy, the the photographer, uh, Rusty Rusty Nelson was talking about that, how they 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 would they would describe that to him, and he had like a. Um, like he 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 said he bowed out he couldn't do it anymore when they started killing all the kids when they were they're like we need you to film this snuff film like oh well well good for you rusty nelson (laughs) you're gonna film them get these kids getting fucked but not getting murdered like that that's your line yeah that's where i draw the line real classy dude what the (laughs) fuck i came here to fuck him all right i don't want to kill him (laughs) not trying to kill him just want to yeah no i I mean i i don't power can't be the right word here it's got to be like if you're willing to do that to a child then you can probably do anything and i think that once you cross that line murdering a bunch of somalians or whatever is nothing right yeah. because you've looked into a child's eyes while doing something horrible to them yeah that probably makes it so that like your mental you know i don't know with this type of you know fraternity type shit you know these these you know lower level fraternities will do embarrassing shit they'll jack each other off or do something kind of just like dumb and gross right yeah, initiation is getting jumped into a gang, shit like that, right? If you can beat, if you can get the shit beat out of you by, you know, 15 big ass, like older gangsters, then you can get in a fight with like a, a random dude on the street, no problem, right? That's an easy thing. But like at the highest levels of society, if you can get in there and you can do something horrible to a child and hearing that and, and experiencing that, I feel like, like I said, bombing an entire country or dare I say, bringing down the, the Twin Towers it's nothing at that point and, it's and that's what's crazy because it's been going on forever right pedophilia yeah. is nothing new it was huge with the greeks it was huge with the romans it was huge with you go back through time you you keep hearing about it over and over again and it's just one of those things like how the fuck did this ever become a thing and and like it's you like said it's, it's energy, like drug almost you know yeah it's like it's not i don't know if it's power or if it's it's just it's weird you know? I feel like what you were about to say, Matt, is like it never became a thing. It just always was. No, exactly. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like it, it, it didn't like wasn't like promoted. It just became the way. For yeah, people. always. Almost yeah. since like the like Adam and Eve times, right? Like, yep. Whenever you get civilizations putting down roots, like you, that's when you're going to play to the sort of appear. And then I'm sure. Yeah. Hmm. Oof. Dark. Yeah. Yeah, it is dark. It, it, How I do mean, we get it, here from dick sizes in different countries? <laughs> Jesus. We went to Red Shoe Club, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, this is how every every episode I, I do, really. They're like, oh, are we talking about kids getting fucked again? <laughs> like, sorry. They all lead to this. I don't know what to do. Like, every time, like, we, I did an episode about, um, uh, about the Montauk Project. And then, like, it ended up, like, the, the story, the, the arc I went down was the guy that was saying these um he knew how to scan these these like boys the montauk boys he he was able to scan them and see if they were part of that project 
and it turned out he would have them come to his cabin and he was like he was like jerking them off yeah and they're they're and and he said like the, the boys will walk out of there he was they're like oh i have i have like this this feeling like i was part of something but he just like kind of went over there and, and just he kind of like programmed them it's fucked up <laughs> Well, they even say that in American Beauty. We played a clip a couple of weeks ago from American Beauty where the, um, what is her name? Mira Servino or whatever. She's like, uh, she's like, yeah, I went to a photo shoot and the guy made me suck his dick. And she's a teenage girl at the time. And she's like, yeah, I did it. You know, of course you, you have to. That's the thing you do if you want to get ahead. And it's like, fuck, man. It's just, it's been out there forever. We had a blind eye to it. I know I did. I didn't didn't pick up on it as much as I do now. I wonder what Jimmy Kimmel had to do to get that job. Cause like, I was thinking about that whenever I was watching that video of the guy talking about Jimmy Kimmel being a pedophile, but like, it, it's kind of crazy. He went from the man show to like hosting the tonight show. Why? Yeah. Well, and the like man you, show was no, big, but it wasn't that big. Like, no. come on. Well, look dude. at Joe Rogan too, dude. Yeah. Did the man and, show? And, dude. Uh, also Joe Rogan. I think he, I, I've had this conversation at home with my wife we were like saying like what if he's just controlled opposition like you ever seen that episode where he had alex jones and eddie bravo on there and eddie bravo started talking about something and then there was a big jump cut like he was talking about the cia and all this stuff and then like all of a sudden there was a jump cut and they're talking about something completely different mm. so like i was like oh weird and then uh, um i think he was on and uh joe rogan was on andrew schultz's podcast and he was talking about how he's talked to a lot of people in the intelligence agencies like the FBI and the CIA. Well, and he has that Mike Baker on all the time. Yeah, that too. And like people are like, oh yeah, Mike Baker's cool. Like, no, he's not. No. That guy's a fucking monster. Like, let, let's stop. Let's stop trying to make this guy into something that he's not. He he, he was a he was a he was like a CIA agent, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Life yeah. lifelong. Yeah, you feel like he's are... his handler, right, Matt? You've, I think you've mentioned that's what people have, that's uh, that's what people are asserting. Yeah, is that he's Rogan's handler? Yeah, uh, it has to be. He's he's been on the show like ten times, huh. and they're like, "Oh, you did you listen one?" My, I, I won't listen to him. I'm sorry. I, I I I listen to Joe Rogan all the time, but there's like some I skip. I I I have listened to Mike Baker episodes before, but I'm like, this guy's lying to us. They're just getting read a script, basically, right? They're just kind of going through the motions to, to reinforce whatever bullshit story they're trying to push. Yeah, yeah, and he knows what to ask him. It was kind of like when he had Macaulay Culkin on there. He didn't ask anything about pedophilia. No. I, that's that's what I would have, if he was like, I don't want to talk about this. I'd have been like, well, I would have just asked him anyway. Like, we got to talk mm-hmm. about this. How do you not talk about that? The biggest thing about Macaulay Culkin. That- yeah, it's like having Corey Feldman on and not asking him about it. Yeah. Or making yeah. him dance to a fucking no, dumb song. Dude, that video. Remember that music Ooh. video? Holy yeah. shit. Ooh. Just that go was, for it. The song. That was brutal, man. Bro. Yeah, dude. The, his the, music's bad. The that, whole... It was so funny, too, dude. Sorry, Sean. It, when he was when all this stuff was coming out about Epstein, he was on tour and he literally tweeted out on his Twitter. He said, uh, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on, but don't forget we're still touring. Like he fucking literally <laughs> said that when Epstein was getting arrested. It's crazy. <laughs> I respect it. I know he's trying to get that money. I mean, like, it's just it's crazy, dude. And he said that Michael Jackson's the only one that didn't molest him. It's like, come on, who knows? But uh, yeah, there's definitely. And for the record, I do think that Tim Dillon is is uh, going to be carrying the torch for 
uh, Rogan for sure. Um, cause he's been on there also about yeah. 10 times. I don't know how many yeah, times he blew up real quick at the beginning of the, uh, the pandemic. Yeah. Dude, and I like him, man. I think he's the, he's really, he is the funniest, but he was funny before he got, um, real big. Like he's making like a quarter million dollars a month on his Patreon. Um, you know, he, he was a lot funnier before that with his oh, host yeah. rate come. Oh and yeah. He, if- that guy worked for vice, you know, he, he still works for vice. So, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of an interesting little setup that they got, but yeah, that's how I got into like, um, the, the Franklin scandal stuff. I know I've said that's like 10 times already, Yeah, but I, I found out about it through Tim Dillon. And if yeah. you listen to his, um, the Patreon, the, episodes, the Tim, the Tim, yeah, Tim Dillon goes to hell. That was, that was what he did with Ray Kump. And he had, he, he had just like a great conspiracy theory podcast. It's like the best and, one until still today. It's the best podcast when it comes to conspiracies. Yeah. He, he had Nick Bryan on there. Like he, he and it took him forever to get him on there. Like they didn't, they thought he was like some crazy person. Like they're like, Oh, we'll see what happens here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He had him. He had Russ Baker. Yeah. He had John yeah. Kuryaku, the CIA whistleblower. He had mm-hmm. um, fucking, I mean, he had some, some pretty substantial people on there. And it's just wild to think, like, was that plan back then? I mean, Dylan is kind of like the Rockefeller family of Ireland. Dylan, the, the same way, the same spelling. Interesting. Um, yeah. So, I mean, and he, I found out about, like, the Order of the Hibernians from Tim Dylan, like, all these weird little things, dude. And he's he's been deep. He's been researching conspiracies for a long time. And he's, he you know, he's kind of towed the line his entire career while kind of also pushing the envelope, kind of letting everyone know what he knows about. <laughs> yeah. And, so, yeah. He, he was, I mean, he was a New York comic. So he would like, when, when you're in that city, you, you're con- like, you, you can, because back in the day you couldn't use your phone because you, you didn't have any service or, or an iPhone. So he just would read books and that's how he would learn stuff. Like that's, that's one of the cool things about in that city is like you, you you'll be in your, on the subway and you you get a lot of reading done so i think that's what he did yeah yeah pretty interesting character for sure especially ray kump ray kump is is he's out of oh, his mind but he's he's so funny that dude, that's a funny guy miss i miss that that show i wish i wish ray kump would just move in with tim dillon and then they could just do the show <laughs> i think he kicked him out for some reason because he left he left uh you know, they had a great show going. And then uh, once um, Tim Dillon got on Rogan, he kind of like went his separate way from uh, from Kump. Well, he, well, he but moved they to California. Talk. Yeah, he moved to California. And I think Ray Kump didn't want to go to California. Yeah, but I mean, you know, that there's got to be some other story behind that, right? Because like if he's like, hey, I'm going to go out there and we're going to have a huge show. Like their show is getting huge. One Dude, if my co-host gets on Joe Rogan, I'm going to be like, dude, I- I'm I'm staying on your team. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's the whole thing, especially if he wasn't well known, like when when big podcasters get on Joe Rogan, it's not really going to do much for their career because they're already pretty well known. But a small show like how Tim Dillon, Tim Dillon's was just a little New York comic, you know, going over to L.A. every once in a while. And then he gets on Joe fucking Rogan's podcast. Dude, I'm quitting my job at Vice and I'm being like, hey, dude, what do we got to do? Let me know. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I agree with that. (laughs) But yeah, man. Hey, changing subjects. Did any of you guys catch the UFC this weekend? I haven't watched oh. UFC in years. Oh, yeah. Dude, All fucking day. 
It was two of the most savage things I've ever seen. The first was Rook, uh, Luke Rockhold at the end of his match is, is just getting blasted. His face is all bloody. He gets on top of the dude and just smears his face and his blood all over this guy's face. He was rubbing it in his Not mouth. Blood. Yeah. Paulo Costa. Yeah. A big fucking dude. A badass guy. And this old man comes out of retirement for three years, fights pound for pound in Salt Lake City, Utah, which is 5,000 plus feet above sea level. Everyone's gassed after round one. After and a like, staph infection, too. Rockhold had a staph infection? Yeah, that's why he's wearing that shin guard. Oh, wow. Yeah, he had dude. a staph in his shin, and, and you add that onto it. It's like, holy shit. He was a monster, but talk about the second most savage. And, thing and the second one was the, the championship fight. I mean, this dude, he he came out and and uh, Leon Edwards was beating up uh, Kamara Usman in the first round. And then the next three rounds, Usman just laid it to him. And then with like a minute left in the last round, this dude lands a head kick that just laid him out, sent him to Queer Street. And this dude, his eyes rolled back. He's laying on the mat. He didn't even have to punch him. He kicked him, and then he walks away with his hands up in the air. It's like the most gangster knockout ever. Dude, I that's why I've been so distracted by the UFC. It is the best sport in the world. I don't care about like the, the conspiracy people saying that it's fake and set up. I don't care. It's so fucking good. Combat sport. What's that? I think it's a pretty relatively real combat sport, you know, like WF, and there's like there's certainly uh, probably elements where they might throw a fight or just you know forget to throw that left punch or kind of set something up to push a win out for gambling purposes or something. Well, there's definitely there's definitely judge issues, right? If it goes to the scorecards, there's definitely it will lean one way or the other. Yeah, you know, well, not the champions. They want to keep those guys in unless you win by like a tap out or a knockout. Like it's damn near impossible to uh, dethrone a champion. Which it should be though. In order to beat the, you should have to beat him. Yeah, you know? be, not I, win by decision. Oh no, I disagree, dude. Because did you see Rose Namajunas fighting fucking uh, Carla Sparza? That, that was true. horrible. She was yeah. just backing up, trying to make it so that she couldn't get hit. And they, I think out of spite, they gave it to Carla Sparza so that they could be like, "Hey, you can't come into a championship fight." You know who else does that, dude? Israel Adesanya, man. And I think he, who he's did it very... before him, John Jones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of issues with John Jones. Yeah, but um, one but these thing are all too, the big I'll... guys. Yeah, well, one thing I'll say about the, about like the UFC being potentially rigged too is that um, Paulo Costa, the dude that fought Luke Rockhold, um, at six in the morning, right before his weigh-in, the um, the steroid testers that come and draw blood. I forget the name, UNESCO or something like that. I forget the name of them. They came into his room at six in the morning, the day of him cutting weight, two hours before he had to go stand on the scale and asked him for a blood sample. Yep. That is fucked up. And then like even Dana White came out and was like, yeah, that will never happen again. But you know who fucking allowed that to happen? Dana White. Because <laughs> this guy coming out of retirement, you know, it would have been such an epic story. This underdog fucking old man beats the shit out of this young fucking stud. That is like talking a bunch of shit. They were both talking shit to the UFC. It's a good story. And uh, they definitely did not want Usman to lose that, I don't think, because he was about to beat Anderson Silva's record for longest win streak. So, yeah, dude, I'm actually fucking considering starting a fucking like side UFC betting podcast because I'm fucking obsessed with it, dude. It's awesome, man. (laughs) It's so fucking fun. I got an Australian buddy that's obsessed with it, too. Did you see what um, they got paid? 
Yeah. Like specifically well, and- Rockholt and Costa. Rockholt got $11,000 for his match and Costa got 6K. But they all got a bon- a $50,000 bonus. And then that was one thing too that Ariel Huani, who runs the MMA Hour, which if you're into this stuff, like anyone, check out the MMA Hour. It's like a five hour long. It's like a Joe Rogan format podcast, but it's all MMA. And they'll have like all the fighters on. Like Leon Edwards was on this morning after he won. And uh, Ariel Hawani was saying that it's confirmed that when they post those numbers, it's only, uh, and, and uh, Daniel Cormier said this too, that it's only about a fourth to a 10th of what they actually get because yeah. Dana Wyatt only discloses what they, what the, the straight up number is because he's trying to protect the fighters because when some broke fighter goes and makes a hundred thousand dollars for the first time, how many new family members does he get? at yep. that point in time you know like how well, many the other thing the other thing too yeah. that number they're showing is just off the gate yeah. right it's not off the pay-per-views because all of them have their own deal as x amount of pay-per-views they get and like not anymore saying, it's all it's a flat rate with espn espn uh gets the ufc a, a flat rate every pay-per-view no really yeah, it just changed recently, very recently. Yeah. Oh wow. Dude, I'm telling you, dude, I've been fucking doing my homework on this shit. I'm it's such a fucking cool sport. Like it really is. I loved it as a kid, but like when you look into the technicals of it, I'm like completely obsessed with it on par with how much I'm I'm like obsessed with conspiracies now. It's fucking nice. crazy. <laughs> it's good <Awesome>. shit. <laughs> hey, this has been real. I think this is a good spot to call it quits and uh let's go around plug our stuff and get out of here uh sean we'll start with you brother thanks for joining man uh yeah tell everybody about the con man podcast yeah so uh the name of the podcast con man podcast uh right now we're we're on a little hiatus but we have 35 episodes we talk about i'm uh just go through our catalog we talk like our last episode we did cold of saturn we did four episodes on epstein and uh just anything mk ultra which i want to do again and just do a more deep dive on it but i mean I'll, I'll i'll have all the classics on there and we we even have like some of the the the, the less known ones but uh, um you can find me on instagram at uh con underscore men underscore podcasts uh we're also on youtube uh you can just type in comment podcasts and on twitter which is still like it's a smaller account so not a lot of followers on that one yet but it's just it's at comment podcast one it's con men podcast. I mean, M E M, right? M-E-N. Yes. yes. M E N. Yes. Plural. Plural men. Yes. You should change it to cons, con shim. Con people. Yeah. yeah con people. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. The con, pe- con person. Yeah. And a con person. I don't associate yeah. with your gender <laughs> shit. Oh man, thanks for joining, Sean. And I'll I'll have all the links below. Everybody check out their stuff. Yeah. Uh Daryl, where can we find your stuff? Uh pretty much only use Instagram. It's my name, just Daryl Trent. And uh, I don't have a podcast or anything, but I occasionally talk shit on my own government. <laughs> we love that, brother. We love it. Yeah, and you always give them I- some really good input, man. Like uh that's why, you know, I figured see if, if you're down to come on and chat, man, because you throw down some interesting perspective on a lot of things, dude. So I, I appreciate all the stuff that you throw down. Different yes. dynamic. Hell yeah. Appreciate it, boys. 
Dude, thank yeah. you so much, man. Always a pleasure hanging out. That's yeah, have a good night. I'll be back soon. Yes. Yeah. Hi, right, what do you got? Oh, same old stuff every damn week, man. I Everyone know knows that. Right. Yeah. I, there's going to be some cool episodes coming out. Um, got a lot coming out this week because I fell behind on uh, debaters releases um, just because it's fucking crazy over here. Um, but yeah, man, um, just a fun Monday night chat once again. And yeah, Brotherhood of the Snake episode coming out tomorrow and just fun shit. Always. That's what we try and do. I what like about that you, devil's man? dictionary thing you got going. You had put out on Sunday. That was good. Oh, on Patreon? It's interesting, man. If you look into Ambrose Beers, he's a weird fucking dude. Yeah, it seems that they're all fucked, man. We're, <laughs> we're screwed if we get let these people take control. They're all twisted yeah, fucking perverts. Yeah, and thanks for bringing him up because, yeah, it, it is. Uh, it was just kind of like an impromptu thing. I hadn't done a Patreon post in a little while, and uh, I just didn't want to let those people down over there. And there's... Uh, there's this dude, if anyone wants to look into him, Ambrose Bierce, and he was alive in the 1800s. And um, this dude would write articles, very controversial articles under a fake name. And then under his own name, he would go and criticize that fake author. And so he would like try and get himself. <laughs> media. Yeah. And he, he was like kind of fake news back when, I mean, there's always been fake news, but he really kind of pioneered the idea of like trolling and like how rappers do these fake fights and stuff back, you know, now today. Sounds like some Ben Franklin shit. That's yeah, so yeah. issue where you, you create you know, the narrative for the divide and then people have to choose a side. Exactly. And he's on both sides, right? So yeah, yeah. it was he's a genius. He worked with um uh Hearst, William William Randolph Hearst. Yeah, worked with some wild newspapers, just a weird, weird fucking dude. And then uh even his death is like complete mystery like it, just a very enigmatic guy but uh yeah dude and then the devil's dictionary is just a fucking crazy thing to read through just a weird weird little thing did you check it out i listened to it i haven't i haven't had a chance to look at like the, the any dictionary of the, any of the dictionary or anything but man the episode was cool i was thanks like, man shit. i shared the link and yeah if anyone like just click on that link and it's just a I mean, a bunch of bunch of different words with weird definitions. Like oh, my yeah. favorite was alone. His definition for alone was in bad company. When yep. you're alone, you're in bad company. I was like, dude, that's fucking, it's just dark. Kind- very dark. Stuff. <laughs> Don't trust <laughs> yourself, man. Exactly, dude. But what about you, Matt? Anything new with you? Uh, not a whole lot. Just same old, just cranking out an episode a week. Hopefully I'm going to take this week off because I've been moving. I'm still trying to get everything. I scrambled to get all my shit set up for tonight. Um, at least just a, a light and a mic and a desk. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going back to the old world stuff. I've been doing some Tartaria old world stuff. And uh, I just came across a book uh, that basically shits on the guy who created all of the history of the old West, all of the native Americans. He wrote like 60,000 pages and uh, there's this group of people who were alive at the time and said that what he wrote was bullshit. So I can't wait to to compare that and, and start exposing some of the lies we've been told in history, because right now it's never been more like clear than ever. Are you going to start setting up a studio? No, hell no. I'm, I'm, no. I'm, we're low budget over here, brother. Me too. I mean, I no, got no. nothing. I got I'm in the more. like I, I was telling Sean before you guys got on. I'm I'm in the basement. My son's got all his gaming stuff on the other side of the desk. I'm in the corner over here 
I got like a, a pile of my stuff stored under the stairs here. And then I got a couple cabinets on the other side of me. So I'm kind of pinned in here, but I like it. It's, it actually feels like a little studio. <laughs> it reminds me of a Cribs episode with Elton John where he's got a studio set up, <laughs> a bedroom and the recording booth is a closet with a mattress over it. Yeah, dude, all I need is like a couple of milk crates to sit on. And th- this is one of the most ghetto, ghetto setups ever. <laughs> dude let me uh so this is one thing just before we wrap up and then you know you can close out man i wanted to show you guys this because i actually want to revamp like my studio and actually set up a studio instead of just like this green screen and i really want to do this and have like the camera kind of far away so people can see this but and obviously you'll only be able to see this on uh matt's patreon here but check this out dude this is the sickest fucking way to do a wow. studio can you see that so you set up cotton on the roof so it's insulated already and dude look at that oh that's sick isn't it dope the music kind of makes it up i've seen this they like leds inside cotton yeah and it's like so it looks like lightning and again it's it's insulated with the cotton there and then yeah dude it looks like it's storming that's fucking dope i think so we we did something like that um for hard af did you shoot it yeah but we put the cotton under it and we just put we we got a bunch of these LED lights, and we just put the the hard AF uh, cans, which is their 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 uh, seltzer company, and we just put it we so we put the the cotton on the bottom, and then in the background we had a a, a screen where it showed where it had like a it was it was like a storm, and then like the the lights would flash. It was, it looked really cool. If you go to, I mean, I I don't want to plug their stuff, but. Uh, they they have a they have a commercial. Uh, they they have it on there. Uh, Joel did it. Joel does all their stuff. He's super talented. He's he used to be like a like he used to be a DP in, in Hollywood. He did like all this cool shit. He he lived a really cool fucking life. But he really talented guy. He he does all their shoots. He's he's basically he's the most talent. He's one of the most talented people there. Like most tech technically t- talented guy there. Interesting. Yeah, that's a dope setup, Rye. You you set that up, man. That's, yeah, it's, that's legit. I don't think it'd be that expensive, man. Like, I no, think it's a, yeah, no. I'll tell you for a fact, a bag of that shit is what was it? It cost me like twenty bucks, I think, or thirty bucks for uh, five. Uh, I think it was five pounds because I had to buy ten pounds for my son got a wrestling dummy. And I ordered it for him for Christmas, and it came fucking unstuffed. And I'm like. What the fuck am I going to do with this unstuffed, you know, piece of cloth? So I had to go buy that foam or that, uh, you know, the, the cotton shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. So I don't think it would be, I think you could do it for a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. 300 bucks. I'm hoping less than that. And I can't do it anytime soon, but I just think it'd be dope, dude. So the lights alone are just, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Just uh, some mood lighting. I don't like the, the green screen that much. Like for me, I I'd rather have like, I'd rather be in front of a desk and like, you can see me doing shit, beating off Jeffrey Tubin style, you know, Nice. (laughs) show that dick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I had, I I put this up because in my old setup, I had my, my bed was behind me and over my shoulder, you'd see my dog licking her crotch all the time and just doing, (laughs) Hey, that's cool though. And I'm like, nah, man, (laughs) I'm gonna I mean, yours works. Spike. My fucking sh- my green screen shits on me all the time, and like I have a nice one. Joe and Jen got it for me, but I don't know. It just doesn't work in here for me that well. So yeah, I've had mixed luck with the green screen. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. 
happens man but yeah thanks so much for another uh, fun show dude. yeah guys thank you so much for joining and with that we'll get out of here so everybody stay strong and question everything a vital element in keeping the peace is our military establishment our arms must be mighty ready for instant action so that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction our military organization today bears little relation to that known of any of my predecessors in peacetime, or indeed by the fighting men of World War II or Korea. Until the latest of our world conflicts, the United States had no armaments industry. American makers of plowshares could, with time and as required, make swords as well. But we can no longer risk emergency improvisation of national defense. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. Added to this, three and a half million men and women are directly engaged in the defense establishment. We annually spend on military security alone more than the net income of all United States corporations. Now, this conjunction of an immense military establishment and a large arms industry is new in the American experience. The total influence, economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We recognize the imperative need for this development, yet we must not fail to comprehend its grave implications. Our toil, resources, and livelihood are all involved. So is the very structure of our society. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. We should take nothing for granted. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry can compel the proper meshing of the huge industrial and military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals, so that security and liberty may prosper together. <laughs>